What's up, guys? Christy here. Welcome to the first episode of... I'm not really even sure what this podcast is going to be called. So if you're listening and it's before we've picked a name, welcome. Thank you for being here. I cannot believe this is actually happening. <laughs> um, I mentioned it like briefly, right, on an Instagram story. We put a lot of things on our Instagram story. Most of the time, I mean the things that I say on my Instagram story. Lo and behold, my husband gets me a uh, microphone (laughs) for podcasting. And here I am with my little setup that uh, I think I'll share one day. It's pretty exciting. But yeah, you know, I think the best place to start right now um, is the beginning, right? Like who I am, why I'm here, what brought me here. Uh, So let's, let's just get, let's get started. So basically, um, my mom and I have always been the best of friends. She had me when she was 17, still in high school, um, 1989, (laughs) shout out to the nineties babies. And back then, if you think about it, like it was a little unheard of for, I guess, women to be having kids at a very young age. So she was now I know that she was the bravest woman to go through with the pregnancy and I was so lucky to have had her and just her having me at such a young age really I guess set the tone for the type of relationship I was going to have with my mom. We lived with her mom, my mom, in a two-bedroom apartment so I shared a room with my mom up until you know she married my stepdad um and I thought it was the coolest thing. Like, I didn't know any different. I shared a bedroom with my mom. Like, you know, it was awesome until it wasn't. <laughs> mom, I love you. Don't take that wrong. But, you know, we shared everything. Closet space, floor space, personal space, like all of it. Um, at the time, after it stopped being cool, it was tough. Um, but, like everything. It definitely molded me. And again, just set the tone for the type of relationship I was going to have with my mom. Um, Fast forward (laughs) to moving out of there and having my own room. I, I took nothing for granted. You know, I was like full blown, like, this is awesome. Like I have my own room. I have my own space. Um, And that's really not where this podcast is going. But like you can basically feel if you were sharing a room with your mom and all of a sudden having like your own space, you felt like you basically ruled the world. (laughs) Um, I digress with that. I was raised by incredibly strong women. My mom and my mom mom were just like the baddest bitches I knew. My mom mom was just like a no bullshit like no whole bars like type of woman. Um, we had the most fun with her. She was the best person next to my mom in my life. Um, and when we moved out, you know, I, I, I missed her. Like, obviously you spend how much time with her, um, when you live in a very small apartment and it was tough, you know, the transition was tough, but I had an incredible stepdad, um, 
loved me, loved my mom, um, loved my dad. I My dad has been in my life um, for most of my life. I unfortunately don't talk to him now. That will be maybe for another episode. <laughs> um, but at the time, you know, my dad and my stepdad were best friends. And like, I just grew up thinking that that was normal <laughs> that your dad and your stepdad went to AC together, um, which I grew up to find out it wasn't normal. You know, I just had two men in my life who just loved me and loved my mom. And it was it was what I thought was the norm. And obviously growing up, your eyes were opened to the things that you experienced uh, in your childhood. And I realized that that wasn't the norm. So, all right, let's fast forward to high school. I had your basic high school experience. I actually um, got bullied a few times. Yep. Not fun. Not fun at all. One time, specifically, I can remember, was on a bus. Uh, and there were these older girls that when I got on the bus, I was like one of the last bus stops. And if you were like one of those kids that was a last bus stop kid, you know what I'm talking about. And I got on the bus one morning and there were no seats, not one. And I had to sit next to basically the main girl that would just make fun of me for, I don't even know what, I can't remember, but this instance, I remember I was wearing gloves. I had to sit next to her. She barely gave me any room. And my, so my hands are on the top of the seat and I'm like holding the seat. And I guess one of my fingers, like, I don't know, flipped up or something. And her friend was like, oh, she's giving you the middle finger and like made this big deal about it. And I wish I could say that I stuck up for myself, but I didn't, you know, um, it didn't turn into anything big. It was just them like words rattling off mouthing. Um, and I actually saw her again later on in life, <laughs> which was very interesting. Um, and she was buying supplements for me, but we'll get to that. So I, you know, being bullied is never fun, right? We're in a, we're in a, a, a time frame right now where bullying is more so on the internet and that's got to be worse. That's got to be worse for the girls that are, and even the guys that are living through it. Um, but like everything I'm going to talk about, it really set the tone for the type of life that I wanted for myself and for my future children. I was a cheerleader in high school, all four years, loved it, made some friendships that lasted a lifetime and other friendships that changed my life. You know, not everybody is meant to stay in your life forever. And I, it took me a while to truly believe that. Um, but now in my thirties, you know, I definitely can say like some of those women are still in my life and some of those women are not. And there's a reason for it, right? They've, they changed my life. They did what they needed to do in my life and we've moved on. Um, let's fast forward. So high school, right? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> college. <laughs> if you knew me in college, I, I was crazy. Um, I, I was a party girl. I was not in a fraternity, but, um, I was always invited to the frat and sorority parties and it's just the, the friendships I made were just, incredible. I had an incredible college experience. Um, I guess, uh, <laughs> party wise and fun wise, but I, I did work throughout college. I needed to pay my own bills. 
I originally went to college majoring in, uh, what was it? Chemistry. And it was all because I had this passion and I still do have a passion for marine life. I wanted to be a marine biologist, but I was just not getting it. Chemistry was not my thing. Um, I guess it was like maybe junior and a sophomore junior year. I was failing out of college and it was because I just couldn't grasp chemistry. I just couldn't understand it. It was not my thing. And for a while, you know, I had people in my life who were like, you need to get into business, you need to get into sales. Um, and so I switched majors. I was on academic probation because I was doing so poorly with my current major. But um, eventually I was accepted into the business school there. Um, it was an accredited business school, so it looked really good on a resume. So I majored in uh, business marketing. Loved it. Best thing I could have done. I'm such a people person that I truly believe I found what I loved the most in that in that major. Um, but, you know, college is college. You've got good experiences. You've got bad experiences. I had a terrible college specific experience that changed the trajectory of my life. I also had a relationship that changed the trajectory of my love life. Um, after that relationship, it changed the way I viewed myself as a woman, how I handled myself as a woman, how I handled all my relationships, how I valued my relationships. It changed my core values. It changed how I viewed my health and my body and all for the better. Like, I feel like we all have those experiences, right? Or relationships that just like knock you on the head and like open you up to basically, I don't know, feeling all the feelings you need to feel and feeling like you finally have found yourself and your calling. After that relationship had ended, I, I actually had so many friends reaching out to me for motivation, inspiration, advice. And this was my first taste of that. My first taste of like, oh, you know, I do have something to say. You know, I do have value in my beliefs and my opinions. And I loved that. I loved helping my girlfriends in anything that they needed. And like I said, that was the very first taste of being quote unquote motivational or inspirational. Um, and I felt so incredibly confident and independent in who I was. I was like, I'm good. I don't need anybody. I'm perfectly fine you know, with who I am and being alone. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need anyone. Like, I'm fine. I love who I am. I love my life. And then came my husband. <laughs> if you don't know the story, I'm not going to get into it now. But we met on Twitter. And uh, I gave him a run for his money in the beginning. And he did not give up. And he is now my husband and the father of my child. And the love of my life. And, you know, it's like when you least expect it. God, that's so cliche. <laughs> but it is. It's like when you least expect it, when you find out what you truly want and what you truly deserve, that's when those people come into your life. And you don't have a say in it. Even if you think you're the most independent, confident woman in the world, you don't have a say in when that person enters your life. Um, so I met my husband after college and it was actually the same year I graduated. So I talked about how I was such a partier in college and how, you know, the relationship in college really changed my health and the way I viewed my body. Um, after I graduated, my dad 
had owned a supplement store at the time um, and I had agreed to work with him for a year. That was the, the agreement. I'd work with him for a year. It turned out I loved it so much. Um, it was exactly what I needed. You know, it was right in line with me changing my lifestyle um, and how I viewed my body and my health that I went like all in. Um, we opened up a store for me. I owned, uh, or I guess I ran um, one store all by myself. Lots of details that I'm going to leave out. Ended up running four or five stores, and my husband came to work for me. Um, crazy as it sounds, and it was great. Um, we really learned a lot about each other there, and how we knew that we could really, really be together forever. Um, it's how I got into fitness. It's how I became even more motivational and inspirational. And I say that and I'm just like, eh, I don't really feel like I am, <laughs> but people tell me I am, um, but I'm going with it. And it's how I just, I got into lifting and eating right and eventually CrossFit and becoming a CrossFit athlete. And I look back now and I was a phenomenal CrossFit athlete, you know, like you don't ever see it when you're in it. And now that I look back at videos and pictures I I see it. You know, I see the athlete that I was. So all of this to say, all of those experiences just built up and like really college and my experience in that sent me on a trajectory for the lifestyle that I lived and am living now and how I basically wanted to start a podcast. So I wanted the first one to be relatively short. I just wanted to give you guys a background of you know, how I came about wanting to do this, how I came about even thinking I deserved to do this. I've been sharing my life on Instagram for, God, before it was cool. <laughs> Does anybody remember the original Instagram filters? Like I used to have Instagram specifically for filters. Like I was like, I'm not posting my life on Instagram. That's so weird. I remember like talking about that with Christian. And then it became like a thing. And then social media was born. And I'm like, all right, I can get behind this. And like, because of my fitness journey, and my, you know, life from college into fitness, people wanted to follow that journey. So I really built a following originally from fitness and health. And it turned into um, CrossFit and CrossFit stuff and diet stuff and nutrition and supplements when I ran the supplement stores. And it took a turn when I, you know, became pregnant and it kind of changed to motherhood, postpartum, real life, messy shit that people don't talk about. And, oh, I can't wait to talk about it here. <laughs> I, you know, I briefly touch on it in uh, some of my stories and my IGTVs, but postpartum depression, the newborn baby phase, the shit they don't tell you, um, the messy stuff, basically all of it. And that's what we're going to get into here. And ah, if you've made it this far, that's so cool. I'm literally, I'm not going to tell you where my setup is yet because I want to do like a big reveal, but I can't believe this is happening. I'm staring at a computer screen, looking at these bars, like moving. That's me talking. And I don't even know what I'm looking at, but we're going to do this thing and it's going to be a lot of fun. And a lot of you guys sent me a lot of really good topics. I'm going to have some people on if I can, if I can figure that whole uh, technology out. And I hope that you stick around because I'm going to get into some nitty gritty, real raw stuff that I think a lot of people won't talk about. So 
Thanks guys for being here and I will see you in the next episode.